regarding this incident. Uh, Fort and Hall Road is completely impassable, uh, even to high water vehicles currently. This is Fort Hall Road? Yeah, I don't want to go through that. In the parts of California known for raging wildfires, this is not something most people were prepared for. So this reported to be a tree down across the roadway blocking if we can help them out, that's great. But I don't want to, uh, like I said, I don't want to put anybody in harm's way. I mean, honestly, uh, a month ago, we were fighting fire still. You know, we were fighting vegetation Just fire. a month ago, Just you were a fighting month ago, fires. We were fighting vegetation fires in our fire district, you know. And then all of a sudden to transition to, you know, from wildland season right into a flood event, you know, it was definitely an eye-opener. When you go up the driveway, it'll be the house to the left of the fire engine. Rain started at the end of December and just kept going. Some places had almost as much rain in three weeks than would normally fall in a year, leading to some of the worst flooding in California in decades. 90% of the state's population was placed under flood watch, and at least 21 people have died in the last month, more than the last two wildfire seasons combined. So everyone's been evacuated from this neighborhood. Yeah, they've been asked to evacuate. I don't know if everybody's evacuated, they've been asked to evacuate. So even a mandatory evacuation doesn't necessarily mean they will leave. We door knocked every residence and, and warned everybody that they need to leave. So physically, that order's still in place just because the uh, river currently, you know, the conditions are changing so rapidly. Here you can see the Pajaro River is flooded and we've been watching it really closely because the potential for it to crest the levees is there and possibly impose a threat to the township. What it comes down to is if they don't leave and we do get flooding, it's gonna put us right into rescue mode. When is the last time that you saw a normal weather pattern in this area? Well, it's probably been quite some time. I, just guessing, I'd say anywhere from probably five to seven years ago. It's just, uh, it's something that uh, I hope is not the new norm. All of this rain comes from what's called an atmospheric river, which is what it sounds like, a long river in the sky that carries massive amounts of water vapor from one place to another. They can carry up to 15 times the volume of the Mississippi River. And scientists predict that climate change will only make them more intense and more dangerous. What we've seen uh, this winter in California has not been extreme like a hurricane. It felt like Noah's flood kind of things, 40 days and 40 nights. Like biblical. Uh, almost biblical, yeah. Just storm on top of storm on top of storm. And some of the biggest dangers during a flood year are in the areas that burned the year before. How does that happen? So after a, a big wildfire, the slopes are scorched. They don't uh, allow the, the rainwater to seep into the ground. Uh, there's no uh, strength holding the slopes together, so there is the danger of them failing and, uh, in some cases, entering communities. So these historic droughts, which lead to historic wildfire seasons, make historic floods even worse? They make some of the damages from the floods even worse. Every flood disaster is a past planning error. I worry about the impact of climate change. I also worry about people continuing to develop into these, into these high hazard zones. 
Some of the worst hit areas were agricultural communities like Merced in California's Central Valley. Just a month before the storms began, the state put out a report that outlines a bleak future of mega floods in the area. It said 50 years from now, this region will experience floods up to five times worse than anything ever seen here. Thank you, guys. Thanks again. We're making unprecedented commitments to address the challenges that we've had uh, with this region, with the world that we designed for a world that no longer exists, meaning an infrastructure that was designed 40, 50 years ago on the basis, again, of normalcy that, by definition, is part of our past, not our present. California has, for the most part, accepted its fate of extreme weather and is investing in infrastructure to adapt. Last year, Governor Newsom approved a record $54 billion in climate change spending over the next five years. But now the state faces a deficit, so the plan is being scaled back. You've talked repeatedly about the connection between these extreme weather events and the climate crisis. Why did you just propose to cut $6 billion in spending on climate initiatives? $48 billion climate package. There's not a subnational government on planet Earth that's ever done anything like this. We are facing a $22.5 billion uh, deficit, and I'm trying to protect all of you out here, your education, your child care, preschool programs, and everything else. At the same time, we're leveraging billions more that go well in excess of $54 billion from the Fed. So there's your response. So this is all the stuff that was in your house? Yes, all of this was in my house, and it all got water damaged. So we had to pull it all out. My living room couches and my tables, got coffee tables, and just everything in the living room was destroyed. Everything in my whole house was destroyed. As long as it was wood, it was destroyed. Ten minutes from where the governor spoke is Marissa Manch's house, which flooded on January 10th when nearby Bear Creek overflowed. When I came in the house, I shut the door, and then I put a towel there. And right when I was bending down, putting the towel there, water was gushing right through and already. Wow. It was pushing the Just towel. Just came right Yeah, it came out, you know, that fast, you know. How was, high did the water get? Probably around down here. Up to your knees? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They told us that, you know, we were going to probably have to evacuate because the rain was so severe. When I opened my Door. It was all water. It looked like I was in the middle of the lake. You, it was just, you couldn't see the street. It was just all, everything was water everywhere. It was just unbelievable. I, I can't even explain the feeling, you know. Have you ever seen a flood like this? Not like this, no. I sit here and I watch TV and I see these other, where there's floods and everything, and I feel for those people so bad. Now I know how they feel. Are you worried about these extreme weather events becoming more frequent? Yes. Now I know it's possible. I mean, it's possible for it to do that here. So I haven't really been able to sleep because... The images and the thoughts are still in my head, you know, so... 
and I knew it was going to probably flood, you know, but not like, not like this. I'm Michael Learmonth, Editor-in-Chief of Vice News. Too often, traditional news outlets shy away from the real stories and experiences of those living through global conflicts, not Vice News. Our reporters are on the ground, fearlessly covering the human stories that shape our world. You and millions of others can continue to read, watch, and listen to Vice News for free. But we hope you'll consider making a one-time or ongoing contribution of any size at vice.com contribute. Every contribution, no matter how big or small, helps support the journalism Vice News brings to you every day. Thank you.